Hey everybody, welcome to The Warrior and the Wolf, a place for you to show up authentically and vulnerably in a safe atmosphere where you are seen, where you are loved, and someone wants to come beside you and walk with you. Let's get started. Welcome back to episode 22 of the Warrior and the Wolf podcast. Uh, this one we have uh, titled, Who's at Your Table? And um, anybody that's listened for a long period of time or any a short period of time know that you and I really talk about the people we have in our life and why that matters. Not just talking yep. about family. You you don't get to choose your family, but you do get to choose who you welcome at your table. And uh you know, we were just kind of discussing this, you know, pre-show that, you know, it's about like, I use the word authority. So who, who do you give or who do I give or anybody listening? Who do you give authority to speak into your life? Like, who have you given authority to, to say hard truth, to tell you, Hey, you're being an a-hole and here's why. Well, and for me, brother, like I believe, and we, and we did, we talked about some of the guys that are at our table yeah, and even some of the gals, of course, that are at our table. I think that's such a key, right? That we have someone at the table. Like for me, like that's such a huge blessing for me. And it keeps me moving in the direction that I want to go for the simple fact that I do have people at the table. Because I think accountability is key. Oh, for, for sure. I mean, it's been huge in my life. I mean, I did so for so many years before we really dived into or delved or dived or whatever word Brian wants to use there. Um, I don't, I, I was doing things alone. I was sitting at a table by myself or I was sitting with yeah. just my family. And I've talked about, I love my, my wife dearly and my boys dearly. And they are, they're at my table, but I spent, I guess I spent so much of my time and I know you're going to come at me and say, this is negative self-talk, but it's, I don't think it is. I spent so much time sitting at the kid's table. Hmm. I didn't want to like man up and grow up and face like hard truth and hard reality. And I needed to join the big boy table as it were to get that. Well, and honestly, I'm not going to come after you for the, the negative self-talk because it wasn't like, again, that's who we were, right? Mm -hmm. yep. Figuring out that that's a version of ourselves that we don't want to be anymore. We want to go over here. Right. Yep. And so I believe that's just, an indication of who you want to be. I love it. Yeah. So I guess the premise behind it is, so we talk about accountability all the time and, you know, especially in this work, you and I have been through it. So we kind of understand. And it's like, nobody ever wants to be held accountable, right? Like you yeah, make an agreement. I mean, yeah, dude, accountability is a big freaking word. And, and you and I have talked about it before in doing this work and trying to become a better version of ourselves that we know we were called to be. Mm -hmm. Accountability is tough sometimes. How so? Exp like, expand on that. Like, How has it been tough for you? Or how is it still tough for you? Um, it, it, It's tough for me because a majority of my life, right, when you, when you talk about you always felt like you were at the kids' table, I always felt like I had to bullshit my way through life in order for people to like me. I had to be this, this version that I thought people wanted, right? And so I always 
uh, had, I had a tendency masking with humor, things mm-hmm. like that. Right. Like you and I talk about that all the time because it's a common trait for us. Yep. Uh, I, I realized that I needed humans in my life that just wouldn't let me do that. I wanted people in my life that were like, nah, I'm going to call bullshit on this, Mark. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I believe there's something there and I want to check it out. And what that did was it made me feel worthy. It, it, I, it helped me realize my worth, right? Like mm-hmm. it is okay to be broken, to be vulnerable, to be honest. And that's all right. Um, the other piece work uh, and goals that I have from, from a professional standpoint, uh, man, my coach, uh, the humans in my, in, in my circle in that particular bubble, um, I, a great quote that I use all the time. You, if you want to be in leadership, you have to fall in love with accountability. Like it's super, it's super easy for me to point fingers. Oh, this happened. This happened. This person got this chance. I didn't get this chance. So on and so forth. And I have so many people in my world that are willing at my table that are willing to call BS on that. And it's made me an exponentially better person than I would have been without him. Okay. And, and I agree with everything you said on that. Like we are in total agreement, but I think for the people that might be listening who aren't in our, at our tables or our circles, like, like how hard or how difficult was it for you to really start accepting like the accountability. Cause like I said, and I, I'll get to your answer in just a second. But like I said, the holding people accountable, accountable, I'll speak for me. And I think, I think you would agree with this, but when I made an agreement with somebody and I completely screwed up and didn't honor that agreement or didn't sue something, the last freaking person in the world I wanted to see was that person. If they were going to hold me to my commitment or my accountability. Right. Yeah. So, no, I, I mean, that's, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I think well, we're all that way. I mean, you, you know, you it, commit it, to, yeah, go ahead. You talk about how tough was it, brother? It's still tough. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to come with this narrative that says, oh, look at me. I've got this figured out and accountability's freaking awesome now. Cause it's not like, no, not during the process. Yeah. I mean, like when I get ready whether it be one of our weekends, whether it be e- e- even our podcast, uh, if it, if it, I get ready for a coaching session uh, or, or I'm meeting a leader, I have to look at my notes. Did I accomplish everything I told them I would and wanted to accomplish? Right? Yeah, yeah. The integrity piece. So I have to look, did I do this? And what did I choose to do instead? Right? Yeah. Like, and owning that. You know, if you're like, we're, we're supposed to record on Wednesday, right? Yeah. And, uh, our kiddo had something going on and I just forgot to put it on the calendar. I chose to go and be at that event as opposed to recording. It's not necessarily that it's bad, but I have accountability in that space because I made a commitment to you guys. Like it's still not easy. But I think the awareness piece is big. Well, so here for me, like the difference is we talk about holding somebody accountable, accountable versus supporting somebody in accountability. Because mm-hmm. I cannot, I think we could count dozens of text messages between you and I or our group, or is like when people like call you out on something, you're like, you know what? I really hate you right now. 
but you're right. <laughs> I mean, it's it's true. It's like I think I've said it a lot to you. I've said it to D Rock. It's like, dude, I don't want it. I don't want to do right, this. But I don't want to like, talk to you guys. Me, for me, I mean, I've just learned to fall in love with it, dude, because. I realize, oh man, they want, they see this version of me Mm -hmm. and want to push me to that version. Like I just look at accountability differently. Yeah, exactly. And that's my point is like so many times you hear like accountable, like I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm going to hold you accountable. And there's so much like holding down and pushing down and pressure for me that when, you know, like with you, if like when I call you or text you, it's like, dude, I I had this commitment and I screwed up. Like I know you're going to, that there's going to be grace in it. It's going to be like, okay, well, how can I help you get back into what we call back into integrity? Right. You know, my right. talk, my actions are matching my, my words. Yep. And I think when, like when you say this to other people, like who have you given authority in your life to, to like speak truth and you feel like, you know what? No, F that dude. I don't, I don't answer to nobody. I'm my own man. I'm my own boss. It's like, okay, cool. Like we can get past that conversation, but, Somebody like you, somebody like, you know, our, our, our group, like you, like if I bring a subject to you, one, we know it's going to be heavy, right. it's going to be deep, but you also know I'm coming to you in truth and authenticity. And I, I expect you to be able to give me that truth back. Yeah. And I mean, so, so when we talk about who's at your table, right, mm-hmm. not only who's at your table, but if you're at someone's table, there's responsibility that comes with that too. Absolutely. Right. Well, I feel like that's gotta be a reciprocal relationship. That's gotta be a two way street for me. Cause there's not any person that I'm going to give authority to speak that way into my life that hasn't given me the same. Right. Because well, I, I, good. I don't feel like that's safe. I mean, like if you're not willing to do it, like why should you be, why should I be willing to do it? Yeah. The, the, the safe piece is Vitally important, a thousand percent. So like when I'm getting ready to ask someone if they're willing to sit at the table with me, I have to know, like even um, people that work with me, right? Uh, Yes, I'm in a position of of authority. Yes, I need some things done and I have this position of leadership, but I still want you at the table. How did I do as a leader? Uh Right? And to have someone show up and be willing to hold a leader accountable, that's a unique human. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not fun. Most people <laughs> fear for their jobs in that situation. But I feel like a good leader is open to open to have, giving people that permission to speak those kind of things into their life. And that's, I don't know. I, I feel like safe gets tossed around so often on this show. That I don't want it to lose its gravity. Yeah, no, it makes Safety's sense. Safety's such a big. Hey, I feel safe coming to you and asking for this, and I want you to feel safe in sending that back. Now, does that mean that we're going to be sunshine and roses all the time? Absolutely <laughs> not, right? No, it doesn't. I, I think have, it's appropriate to set the tone there. We could uh, use some some words towards each other, <laughs> but like. Uh, that safety is such a big deal. You are safe to say what you think I need to hear. And I'm safe to be authentic and show up the way that I want to and allow you to hold me accountable. Yeah. I, I think the safety piece goes that way. Like you have to be like receiving that kind of stuff. You have to be 
like me telling you something hard. Yeah. I have to know that you know it's coming from a place of love, grace, and that you feel you receive that safely. So not come back and and the relationship. Sure. Um, so I kind of want to touch on one thing. I know we talk about like who's at your table and like. If you think that we're just like sitting around telling everybody all the shit that they're doing wrong and why they should change in their life and you've, you screw this up, I promise you our, our like circle is not that way at all. No. I mean, the men that I have found to put in my life, you, you know, we talk about D Rock and I'm not going to name on it. D Rock has a nice nickname. It's easy to say, but you know, our, the, if you guys are listening, you know who you are. Right. But we do, we have done life together. Mm-hmm. We have, been on dates with our wives. We have done weekends. We have had grown up slumber parties at people's houses and probably had one too many old fashions. Thanks. But I, I also look at the weekends where the work is done for the day, but our circle knew that we had more to do because we mm-hmm. had an issue earlier in the day. Yep. There was a time I'd go to bed. Yep. Right. I, I need to go to bed. I'm just going to pretend like this didn't happen. And if I recall, there were others involved that didn't just wanted to. Yeah, let's just do this later. Right. Because it sucked. It yeah, just it sucked. But I like the, the reason that the table is what it is, is because I have men who simply won't give up on me. I Same. have men who count on me. I have men who won't let me push the easy button because there's no such thing as an easy button. And so I believe, right. We talk about friends and best friends and yada, 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 but really what are you getting from your table right now? So for those of you listening, what is it you want? Like, I I think that self-awareness piece is a big deal. Like I've decided in my world, I don't want to be let off the hook. If I am going to achieve this version of myself that I know that I'm capable of, I want people to push me. And I say people because it's men and women, of course. Um, But I talk about these different bubbles in my world, right? I have accountability in almost, if not all of them. I don't want to be let off the hook. That's not who I want to be. So I think it's important as you begin to build your table and start to invite people in, what is it you're looking at? Uh, looking for out of your table. No, no, that's, that's, that's a great question to put to people. But I think both of our goals is to make or to show our past of how we've improved on our, in our lives. Like the fact that my wife knows that I have men like you and in our circle that like, she knows that when like shit gets real or shit hits the fan, like I have a group of men, strong people that I can go to and I don't have to dump all that emotional baggage on her to make her deal with all that stuff at the same time. So having like my table has improved my relationships with my wife and my kids. Mm-hmm. I believe it permeates, right? Like, because in your example, like D knows she doesn't have to shoulder this. She can flat out tell you, <laughs> you need to go to one of the guys. Yep. I'm not in a space right now. I, I, I'm not able to offer you what I believe you're looking for. You need to go to one of the men. Okay. And, and, oh, and to your point, that takes it off of her shoulders, right? So it has a positive impact on her. But 
she knows that you're still going to get the same care and the same love that she would give if she could. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's, people talk about like, you got to have that best friend or that, those people that will show the, the two in the morning friends, right? The people you could, you would call if you were in jail at two in the morning and <laughs> yep. a little bit of a joke well, saying more than likely some, like half of this group will be, would be in jail together and the other half would come have to come get us. So, <laughs> but like, so, so for me, <clears throat> and, and we've talked about some of the stuff that you've walked into from um, a suicide standpoint, right? Yep. The two in the morning crew is not just for getting me out of jail and, and erasing my browser history, right? That crew, like when we say we love each other, hey, two in the morning, if I have to drive two hours to get to you is exponentially better than the alternative. Uh, yep. Lost someone uh, very close uh, in, in my professional community uh, last night, this morning. And, you know, it, it's it. The table is a huge deal, man. Like, I genuinely believe Robin Williams knocked it out of the park when he said, we have no idea. Everybody's got some shit. Everybody does. Oh, yeah. Just be just be kind. Yeah, and I I feel like for me, the people that I have surrounded myself with help bring out the best in me. So it's this is not a find the authoritarians in your life that are gonna tell you all the bad shit you're doing and how you could do better. And unless honestly, you want that. Unless you want that. But I mean that's that's part of it. But like when we talk about like like there's a lot of love, but like it's not strange for us to call each other up or respond to a text or be in a group and say, Hey, you're being an asshole and you're out of integrity here. Let's talk about it. Yeah. But we also give each other the space in this, in our, at our table to say, if somebody says, I don't want to talk about it right now, you know, we say that's okay. But at some point we're coming back to this table <clears throat> and we're going to talk about it just real quick before I, I do got something you want to say, but referencing what happened on that, you know, that weekend, something <clears throat> what seemingly seemed innocent at the time, what was going on, ended up being kind of a big deal, right? With you mm -hmm. and me and a couple of our, I withdrew back, kind of ended the path. I didn't want to deal with it. I was like, yeah, I was like, dude, I'm just going to be done with it. I'm going to go to bed, go home tomorrow, water on the bridge. I'm not going to talk about it. But we ended up, I think we spent two to three hours eating some fantastic buffalo chicken dip and M&M's. And hashing out the nitty gritty, dirty details. But I firmly believe all of us were made better. I know I was made better and our relationships were made stronger because we chose not to do what, in my opinion, a lot of men do and say, screw it and just press on and get to the next day and move on. Buddy, I can't tell you. <clears throat> I saw so much of me in you that day because I'll just withdraw. I'll bail on this relationship and go start a new one. Right. Yeah. That it's just easier to pretend it didn't happen. Pretend that everything's fine. And I'll just like bail on this and I'll go do this. Right. Because that's easier when in reality, the potential to lose incredible men in my life was very much in front of me and at stake. 
Like, what happens if I withdraw? What if I pull off what, you know, and I say you and I less of a judgment, more of you and I just own the fact that we're very, very similar in that space. Mm -hmm. Whether I'm masking or whether I'm withdrawing or anything else, it means so much to me that I have men in my world that will flat out, like, even whether we say that we want to talk about it or not. Okay. Um, No, no, I'm good. You're not. Yeah. And I'm going to follow up with you. Yep. Now's not that time, but I'm going to follow up with you. And I think for me, that makes me feel seen. You know, seen. They, well, they talk it makes about me you're, feel seen. And it, well, even I was going to say pursued, like in a dating relationship or with your wife, like they want to. Yes, it sounds okay. People are going to say, well, that sounds like girly or whatever, but and I don't care. Everybody wants to be pursued in something. So when I show up and it's like, my, I'm hurt, I'm going to withdraw. And for somebody to say, okay, I get it. You got like five minutes, theoretically, you yep. know, but we're going to, I'm going to follow up and revisit this and make sure you are okay. So I've noticed, again, by having like really strong people at my table, it has made me a better person and want to be a better man. When I withdrew and didn't have like quality friends or quality people that could really speak into my life, I was so unhappy with the way things were. And if people are going to say, well, I'm, I'm happy in isolation. I just want to be in myself. I'm an inter- basic human nature. Yeah. So a couple of things. <laughs> we're not going to process why your judgment is it's girly. But if you're a guy right now, Mm-hmm. And wanting to feel seen or wanting that connection um, or wanting to be pursued sounds like, you know, I assure you, I assure you, you were created to be chased. Mm-hmm. I promise you. The pursuit is beautiful. So just encourage you to allow yourself to be vulnerable and be pursued, regardless of how your feelings are around the femininity of it. Yeah. The second thing is, like you you said, and it and it's perfect, dude. It made me a better man. Like being pursued, being seen, for someone just to know, just like it's it's freaking incredible to me. I love everything about it. It makes me happy, and and. and it's interesting too how different all six of us are. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, how similar a lot of us are as well. Uh, like I, I think about DC and how very very similar our leadership styles are and things of that nature. But I, I think it's important, even if it's just one person at the table. I think of a man in uh, the group that I'm leading right now uh, here in the Springs. And we held him accountable. He hasn't had that before, but he wanted to confront one of his friends and own something about himself with that friend. But he was scared about the vulnerability and being transparent in that space. Mm. And we just simply said, is there any, you know, do we, should we just follow up with you next week? And he said, yep, that's fine. So that man knew he had until the following week to accomplish something that he didn't want to do necessarily. he And that's the weird dichotomy, right? It's something we want to do, but we really don't want to do it. 
No, no. Right? I want the result. I don't want it's like it's like surgery, right? Like you want to be healthy and you want to be yeah. pain free or whatever it is, but you don't want to go under anesthesia, or go under the knife. Right. Nobody wants to do that. So I I call it eating the frog, right? You have to eat yeah. the frog. So you might as well rather than think about eating the frog all freaking day, just eat the frog. Yep. Let's get it done. Just get get it done. And this man is changed because he did it. His friend accepted it appreciated it and their relationship grew and he wasn't sure he would have done it if he didn't, if he, if he didn't have men to follow up with him, like he knew we were going to ask about it. Mm -hmm. And I, I have been, I have been so guilty in my life prior to the last five years of asking people what was going on in their life or talking to people or even been in church saying, Hey, I'm going to pray for you or something along those lines and never following up and being out of integrity in that aspect. But I feel like as men or I, as me as a man, I just let it go by. It's like, I don't want to bother them. I don't want to burden them. And we've said that before in this, like, I don't want to be a burden to somebody else and put all my stuff on them. Which and is I why you that's, just, that's the equivalent of, I, you know, pursued and how you yeah, feel well, exactly. about that. So, like, no, no. <laughs> like, one of, one of the great joys of my life is getting to chase you men. It's, it's the name. It's where I got last wolf. Like yep. that's, I love it. And so if you don't show up in a way that allows me to serve you, it's a disservice to me. Like people, the people at your table, the people in your world want to love you and serve you in ways that you can't possibly comprehend allow them that opportunity. Yeah. I feel like that's a really good segue into kind of our, what we've dubbed, I guess, is our parting shots. Okay. Um, if So if you were going to, somebody listening, who's either doing one of two things, and I'll answer after you, but is saying, man, I really want a solid table of men or women or whoever is listening. Like, I really want a solid group. Like, how do I go about doing that? First part. Mm-hmm. And second part, what would you say to the person who's like, no, that shit ain't for me. I don't, I don't need that. I'm by myself. I don't need anybody else. I'm just going to get hurt by trusting these people with this stuff. So how would you answer both of those? I know that's really loaded, but oh, I know you, I know you can handle it. It hurts my heart. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the first step, <laughs> I mean, it's a shameless plug. Reach out to us, man. Like, the warrior and the wolf at gmail.com. Start with us if you want to. That's okay. Dip your toe in that water. It could be your spouse. It could be somebody that you're super close with. Like I told a friend of mine who's not in this work one time, hey, I uh, just want you to know I love you. I appreciate you and I'm grateful for you. And we're talking about a masculine dude and his response was hurtful because he's not used to that. Mm-hmm. Over time, that man has softened quite a bit. As much as I hate to say it, I believe the best way to start is take the risk. I believe it's on you to take the first step and take the risk because it's something you want. Now, that doesn't mean that it's going to be reciprocated the way that you want it to be, but at least getting it out there, seeing what their response is, and then letting them know, hey, your response kind of hurt me. Oh, that's and another. <laughs> and I got to have that conversation with that man. Yeah. And he's and he did not want to do that. It's just and he made he made it known to me, dude. I've just never had any 
man in my life love me the way that you do? And that's let alone too, own it. That's so, all too common um, of an answer. What's that? I said that's all too common of the answer. I mean, we hear that ninety nine percent of the time when we talk to people and do this stuff. And that's why I say you take the risk first. You dip your toe in the water. As far as uh, somebody who's out there listening right now, yeah, I don't, I don't really need that. I'm good. I'm a loner, Dottie, a rebel. All right, Pee Wee. <laughs> you know, I would just encourage you really, really take a look and see if that's the truth or if that's just a, a protection mechanism. Uh, which I completely understand. You've been hurt in some way, shape, or form in the past. This is your protection mechanism. I want to honor you for owning that. I just encourage you to own that that is a protection mechanism and not truly what you really want. Uh, just own that. Uh, and if you get to a point where, no, 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 I, I, I really am a table of one. Excellent. Make sure you continue to show up for somebody who may not be a table of one. Yeah. And in that, I would say if you're showing up for people who aren't a table of one, you're not going to be a table of one for long. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, could, I don't know how. I guess my judgment on that is I don't know how I could sh continue to show up for people in that way and not start to build that relationship. Yeah, so that I, would be that would be my advice to answer that second question. Like, how do you start this process? Start showing up for the people in your life that you care about. Because there's no way you can be that person and tell people, like, look, hey, you have the authority to speak this stuff back to me, too. And I don't feel like there's any way, I mean, my judgment, I'll just say me, there's no way I could do that as a, as a man. I could start, like, showing up for people that way, having those conversations, really caring about people and not have it reciprocated. Right. They, they could be out there. But to, to your point, how do you believe someone can get started in inviting humans to the table? It's, gosh, that's, that's such a loaded question. And I was sitting on the other side of five years, like it's easy to say, just find people that you, that you like and trust. And it's super easy. Like I can say, it's like, gosh, it's just, I look at this group, but I think you hit it on the head, man. You have to try. If, if that's the thought in your head and you're going, I need something different. I don't have those kind of people in my life. You're definitely searching. You've been searching for it. You want something. So do something different. Right. Take the risk. Like what you've been doing has been, like you said, it's probably been serving you and protecting you in some sort of way. But if you're looking for something different, it is not fulfilling the needs that you have. Thousand percent, man. And, and like I said, even if that first step, Hey, Mark. Hey, Aaron. The warrior and the wolf at gmail.com. Look, here's the deal. I feel like this. We can reach out to you. Mm -hmm. we, we would love to connect with you in any way that we can. Yep. We, we always talk about five years because five and a half years ago, our lives changed. Um, and there's zero, there's zero going back. No regrets. None. <laughs> no. I, 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 that's what I tell, I tell people. It's, they're like, it's got to be so hard and difficult. I was like, dude, I cannot imagine going back. Right. I cannot imagine having the, the group of men that I have and the shit that I've been through and not going through it. I tried to do it alone and it damn near killed me. So do something different. Take a risk. 
And it may, again, it's a risk and some, it may not always work out, but I promise you, if you keep pursuing something like this long enough, it will, and it will change your life. Thousand percent. So on that, like Mark said, reach out. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We have our website, thewarriorandthewolf.com. We're in the wolf podcast at gmail.com. Just anything. We would love to, to just chat and give you kind Warrior of a plan. Warrior and the Wolf of- podcast is the social handle. Yes, sorry. That's Warrior Facebook and, the wolf and Instagram, Warrior and the Wolf at gmail.com. That's it. No, no podcast. The podcast yeah, is just that's correct. Awesome, man. I love this conversation. I think we could keep going, but I feel like it's a good place to end it. Um, yep. I'm glad you're at my table. I'm glad you let me at your table. I'm glad you continually ask me back. It makes me happy. <laughs> Same thing. All right. So, everybody, thanks for listening. We super appreciate all you guys. Oh, we're on YouTube now. That's why the video is here. Oh yeah, yeah. So we hit do the, that. We do have the YouTubes, as the uh, the young hipsters say. Uh, mash that subscribe button so you know when we put new stuff out. We're trying to put stuff out every week or so. So thanks for listening. Thanks for letting us uh, kind of sit at your table at this podcast. So uh, yeah, love y'all. I'm the warrior. I'm the wolf. We'll see you soon. See ya.